0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
1: Sam Orpiza, thank you so much for joining us this Monday morning.
0: Hey, Dawn. Thank you for having me on the show today.
1: Absolutely. So I was saying, Sam, that, you know, there's this... There's this Delco Menti connection. I know you're a Bonner grad, yeah. <laughs> and you know my stepson Jonathan Menti, and we started realizing in the family early on when you were. I think it was actually when you were um, running for other things. It wasn't just this one. We realized the the family connection, and somehow I think we, if we if we meet each other sometimes on the street, there's always that connection in this area, right?
0: <laughs> it's a it's a small world, and around here, like you said, Philadelphia, Delaware County, the surrounding areas, it's an even smaller world.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. So take me through it. I mean, you're a Bridesburg resident. You're a Republican nominee in May's special election. It's coming up soon, May sixteenth. So take take me through this um, as you think about city council at large, and what you hope to do, and. I'd like you, if you could start with, you've said, I've read through one of your philosophies is we're in the state of emergency. We were grieving, uh, you know, Officer Fitzgerald over the weekend. Take us yeah. through city council, what it means to you to be part of the healing as well as the solution to what's, what's plaguing Philadelphia.
0: Absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I I'm a business owner. I have two young children. I, I'm the sole provider for my family. And, um, you know, living in Philadelphia, it's becoming harder to, uh, I mean, do anything. Ride ride public transit, go to work, uh, walk up and down the streets and feel safe. So really that public safety aspect of all of this is what is the main driver behind um, running for city council at large and, I ran for state senate in May, which we, was my first time ever running a campaign. We we got forty four percent of the vote, and I was running against the Democrat in Northeast Philadelphia, where you're outnumbered three to one. And really, when I think about the the immediate impact I could have on our public safety, our children's education, and being able to hold our elected leadership accountable, a city position. I'm much better suited for. So uh, I've been working closely with a lot of, you know, policing experts. And um, for the past five years, I've worked in the Kensington neighborhood, in particular uh, the Harrogate section of, of Kensington. And I've gotten to see a whole other side of really what the lack of leadership, the lack of community investment and community um, involvement when our leadership won't show up, they won't listen. And like you mentioned earlier, uh, Officer Chris, Chris Fitzgerald, a Temple police officer, 31 years old, a friend of mine, he leaves behind four children, and, and also, you know, you have a Temple president and a public safety officer uh, with that refuse. to to sit down and have a meeting to talk with the temple police and it just blows my mind how someone at temple especially the president of temple university does not prioritize public safety so really um wanting people to feel safe again wanting our children to feel safe while they're in school this is the driving force behind this campaign
1: and so i know that um as far as you know, murdered officer Christopher Fitzgerald, he worked within the community. That was something you, you had the nonprofit rescuing streets through cleanups. Did Officer Fitzgerald work with you on that one? I know he, he worked through some other, um, some other nonprofits that particularly focused on being a role model for young men and boys.
0: Yeah, so Chris would help us out, and also uh, the police association that Chris was a part of, the Temple University Police Association, um, organized cleanups with me. They would come to our cleanups. Uh, They were a big help, and they are very community-driven. And and just, just like Chris Fitzgerald was, he was someone who became a police officer because he genuinely cared about people and he wanted to make a difference.
1: I'm so sorry for your loss. I didn't realize that you you personally knew him, Sam. It's just it's so sad. I saw that the GoFundMe. I'd announced that and tweeted it out. They're trying to raise. They have a goal, but they've raised nearly two hundred twenty thousand dollars since the weekend for his wife and for the four young children. As far as what el- what other what other goals you have for City Council, because you're relatively i know that you ran in the state senate race but you're relatively new to politics and so does that hurt you that you're not seen as somebody who's that so-called you know experienced political type or does it help you
0: so you know i i believe it helps me number 1 i think the last thing philadelphia needs is another politician <laughs> um i am i am not a Uh, establishment person I am not beholden to anyone I don't owe anybody anything and I didn't even seek you know my party's endorsement so I am somebody who is running solely you know with the team that I created I'm sitting here parked in Port Richmond right now ready to go knock on doors because we have to get a thousand signatures to even get on the ballot in May, so I think this is a great thing. I think Philadelphia needs an outsider, and City Hall needs a fighter, and the people need a fighter, and I'm not afraid to ruffle feathers. I'm not just going to show up and make people mad to make them mad, but um, with what's going on in the city and seeing how dangerous it's becoming, um, for instance, you know, just... Quality of life. My family has to go over the bridge to New Jersey to go food shopping. Right. Um, it's just simple things like this that we can't even enjoy the city that we live in.
1: So you you grew up in a parish school. You went to you know St. Joseph's Parish School. Then obviously graduated Bonner. How do you speak to you know people? Your, your, if this is to be your future constituency. About improving, for example, and talking about public schools in Philadelphia, maybe school choice. What are some of your thoughts about education?
0: Well, number one, I am a big proponent of school choice. I believe a parent should have a say in where their where their child goes to school. And also, too, being the youngest of six children raised by a single mother, I, what what kills me every day is seeing people living in poverty and just remember that Philadelphia has the highest poverty rate out of every major city, but these parents are forced to send their children to a failing school that is unsafe. And it's, I mean, it's impossible to learn in an unsafe environment and also being a former professional fighter Mm -hmm. are, are teachers. you, You almost have to know how to defend yourself and, and how to protect yourself and how to fight to show up to school every day. So, uh, you know, my priority and the number one thing I want to focus in on, because, again, I'm running for city council at large, and Mm -hmm. there's only so much a councilman at large can do. I really want to focus in on creating a safer environment in our public schools so our teachers can teach and and the children who want to learn can learn.
1: Yeah, and does that, you know, MMA background, I mean, we can all look look up videos of you, and does that, you know, claim to fame, does that help you when you're out and about?
0: Yeah, so Philadelphia is a fighting <laughs> city, and, and, you know, my, the first mixed martial arts gym I ever walked into was in Fishtown at Tulip in Susquehanna at the Philadelphia Fight Factory, mm-hmm. and I trained my whole career in Philadelphia, so... Um, already having that base and knowing people and again you know most of the people in Philadelphia love going to watch a fight uh, it helps out when you already have that network of people and you know I continue to stay involved in the martial arts community in Philadelphia by mentoring younger people and majority of fighters um, they don't have to leave it to beaver life so it is uh it's my way of staying connected to, you know, Philadelphia and making sure that I am, um, you know, kind of have my ear to the ground and I'm listening to people and I'm, uh, again, you know, you don't see, uh, there's no MMA gyms or boxing gyms in Rittenhouse Square. I, I work in <laughs> Harrogate and right across the street from my office is the Harrogate Boxing Club that Charlie Sprillo has ran for over 50 years in that neighborhood, so these gyms are in the tough neighborhoods.
1: So, you know, your story, it, it kind of reminds a little bit, it, it reminds me of like a Mike Tyson type story. I mean, your your dad dies when you're 10 years young. And so that makes you automatically, that family tragedy makes you a kid, a boy, vulnerable, right, to being recruited by the wrong crowd. And so ultimately fighting and sports helped you. I mean, and certainly your mom and your older siblings, but, or your other siblings matter. But I'm just saying that sometimes those outlets, especially for boys in the community, are a real positive. Can you talk about that and why that helps you formulate like your pinpoint type crime fighting scenarios or how it helps you to figure out, okay, this is what we have to do, especially to reach these juveniles who are lost? Yeah,
0: so if we look at, you know, the the violence that's happening in Philadelphia, the crime that's happening in Philadelphia, um, we are seeing young men, most, you know, juveniles and adolescents that are causing the the major problems. And, and again, the one thing that martial arts did for me, and the one thing I will, uh, as councilman at large, will be a driving force for is making sure that our younger generation have access to positive male role models. Um, you know, majority of these children are growing up in single parent households, and they don't have access to uh, a good male role model, model a strong father figure. So I was fortunate to always be around strong men, and I, I you know, I learned at a young age that the, you know, the toughest person in the room most of the times is the nicest person in the room, the the person in the room that is most willing to help people and to solve problems. So it it is something that's so important. And again, when we, we look around and we see the lack of prosecution that is happening with violent crimes, we are allowing these violent repeat offenders to go back out on the streets and basically be the baseball coaches, the basketball coaches, the rec center leaders, uh, that we used to have but these these dangerous violent felons are now the role models for the younger generation and these are these are what our our children in Philadelphia are are looking up to and it's time for that to change it's time for a big shift to happen um, in Philadelphia
1: yeah and I know that you you know you had over the weekend you had extended your condolences to you know, in this case, um, the officer's wife and and family. You were at you, so you were at Temple over the weekend. Can you just share for us a glimpse of the weekend, the community coming together? I can't even imagine the grief of the family, the parents, the widow. In this case,
0: yeah. So I was with um, you know my friends. who are with the Temple University Police Association. We had a long day of canvassing, and we had just eaten dinner. It was a late dinner because we were out there getting our signatures. And as we're driving, they got the phone call. And just to see my, my two close friends, Alec and Ross, to see how upset they were, how devastated they were, and how quickly they wanted to get to Temple Hospital we rushed to Temple Hospital. I, you know, we got there before the majority of Chris's family got there. And, again, my oldest brother, Nick, has been a police officer for 27 years. And when you see a, uh, a grandmother, mm-hmm. an uncle, a, a brother, a cousin um, show up and get the news, it was absolutely heart-wrenching. It was terrible, and, and it, at this moment, I didn't. We didn't know who, um, who the officer was that got mm-hmm. shot too. I, I actually didn't even know it was Chris until the next day. Which, um, s- sitting there and and seeing the you know police officers grieving, seeing the family members grieving, and feeling the the sadness you're feeling for uh, the police officer's family, and then finding out the next day it was like you know reliving that process all over again. Um, when you realize that it it is your friend, Chris. So it it was a, it it was an experience. I hope I never experience ever again. And it's a a private moment that, you know, you're seeing somebody being told that they're never going to see their loved one ever again. And, And all Chris was trying to do was to keep us safe and to, uh, to serve the community. And again, that is one of the most violent and dangerous neighborhoods in all of Philadelphia and the temple police. I mean, they're, they're a major accessory to our Philadelphia police department. So um, seeing the amount of Philadelphia police that showed up to show their support um, was absolutely, you know, tremendous uh, despite how absolutely heartbreaking it was.
1: Yeah. I, I'm, it's just, the whole the whole weekend for me was just you know I know even with my husband and our teenage boys when we you know had our Sunday dinner and just gathered you know gathered hands and prayed for the fam for the Fitzgerald family I mean you know you just feel helpless and that's just why the leadership aspect of this plays such an important role and to me I think whether it's Mayor Jim Kenney whether it's the DA whether it's every single sitting city council member, a lot of them have left and are now running for mayor. But what? how has this experience for you, Sam, how has this changed your life? Because you can't go through the weekend you just went through, and I know you're from a family of law enforcement and with your fighting background, but how does this weekend change you? Because something's lost, I think, for all of us. We felt it. And the family, you know, in the media and the family, you know, seeing all the pictures of Chris, you know, his his widow, now widow, little kids growing up. I mean, it yeah. just oh my gosh, it it really just it's like a dagger in our hearts.
0: Yeah, you know, it 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 reinforces and strengthens my why. You know, when I think about my why, I think about my my 7-year-old da- daughter and my 6-year-old son and there's there's so much at stake. Um for this race for city council and what it's doing is reinforcing it and making my, you know, my resolve to, to win this election to get out in the neighborhood um, and to be fully committed to this campaign so much more stronger. And, And look, I'm a very passionate person and I'm very driven and you know, what happened this weekend what it's doing to me and what it's doing to my team um, is just making us want to be out there more, want to get in front of people more, and uh, you know, giving me the the. Sometimes when you are knocking on doors, for instance, yesterday, Dawn, you know, mm-hmm. you get you get a lot of doors slammed in your face. It is disheartening, but um, right now, it, it it has done nothing to. Um, upset me or hurt my feelings. You know, this this election is so important for our public safety, for our children's education, um, and for the accountability in our elected leadership that it is just increasing that drive and, you know, increasing that commitment to, to winning.
1: Well, Sam, I, you know, I sure we appreciate you sharing you know your personal side of of this weekend and a major breaking news now making national news. and we hope you come back. We can talk more about the candidacy. Obviously, for today, the focus is, you know thinking about you know this this officer who turns out to be your friend and our condolences again. Sam, thank you so much.
0: Dawn, thank you for having me on the show. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone